He's doing a uh, uh, Twitch. Is he doing yes. Twitch? I or is he doing Discord? Or is he doing both of them? I think he's doing Discord. Discord, yeah. That's the one I think. Because I see him advertising it on Twitter every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him, I guess. I don't know. Hey, man. Whatever whatever buys the house. That's what I say. Right. Sure. I don't know nothing about no Discord. I barely know about Twitter. You know, even though I propose that I know a lot about Twitter. You you have Twitter classes, Joe. Yeah, I do, but nobody seems to listen in them. That's the I, problem. I listen. <laughs> oh I shit! Your, yeah, well, I gotta for, check this before we. It's, it's been a it's been a it's been a hectic day. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, you're checking that. I'm grabbing the pen that I can see where I'm from where I'm sitting because it's right. bugging me. Okay. This is all part of the show. Todd got up and left. I'm back. All right, good. The episode is kind of sort of again, so I, I left all that in. Oh, okay. While well, I went to get my pen? Yes. Oh, good. I'm glad everybody will get to hear my pen adventure. Yes. So, where were we? So, other than uh, disappointing everyone at the Mahoning Drive, and what did you do this weekend? Nothing. I watched a lot of TV. I I binge watched all of Stranger Things. Right. Because there was a porch talk about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was I, it there? I, as, as you listened, I liked it way more than Adam did. So, mm-hmm. but yeah. I, I, I plan on watching it. Mm-hmm. I just haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. And because you know me, I never give you spoilers. I will say this about this season. More intense, more like. Oh, they go camping in it? Yes. More intense. TP Wigwam, TP Wigwam. Calm down. You're too tense. Um, they, uh, they do a lot of like it's to me, it's a little more gory than the Uh-oh. last couple of seasons. And, and, and not super gory for what it is. They just go. Uh, into it and I'm like okay I, I dig it it's not like full on in your face but there's some stuff and the effects that they do are really good with one of the things like they they do a lot of practical and I was really happy with it and you know once again Winona Ryder you can never go wrong right I saw you you tweet out a thing it's like no matter how lame they try to make her look in the show it doesn't work right um, because there's a scene where they have her like she's trying to protect herself. She's got like these goggles and these oven mitts, and I'm like, don't care. Would not kick her out of bed. I mean, would not you know talk to her if you get my meaning. Sure, sure. I don't want to get vulgar. Right. Yeah. So that's that's all I did. I'm sad I didn't go. I see you guys had a lot of fun. I know you're probably yeah. saving that for the other show. Uh, you know, like I'm there to work. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I'll say, and I, you know, I said this, uh, publicly, privately, I said it publicly there. I said it privately before (laughs) into a microphone, but when I saw like all these new names and faces and stuff that I didn't recognize. Right. And then when I showed up, uh, on Friday and there was like a new crop of kids that were putting up the ring and I'm like, Oh, look at all these people that are doing the work that I'm not going to have to do. Oh, see, if I knew that, maybe I would have came. Right. I was afraid that they'd, they, you know, they'd crack the whip and I'd have to go take the ring down again. 
The only thing that I had to do uh, with any sort of the disassembly mm-hmm. was I had a knife because I had gotten a new. I didn't, so I didn't get the uh, the the keychain pocket knife yet because mm-hmm. you know as we told months ago. <laughs> When I went to uh, Aruba, I hadn't traveled in a long time, so all my knives were in my bag and on my yep. person, so I you're lost three, them all. Yep, you're three knives down, from what I hear. Well, I'm one up now. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a new multi-tool gimmick for uh, my birthday, and I have a feeling I'll be getting the pocket knife for Father's Day. And if I don't, I'll just buy it for myself, you know? There you go. What is it, like one of those Leatherman things? It, the So the one that I had before was like a Leatherman gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. This is like the official multi-tool where like you unfold it and it's pliers and then each side has like four or five different things on it, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a little, it's a step up from the previous multi-tool thing that I had. And... Since that thing had a knife on it, uh, I had to, like, cut all the zip ties that, like, held up all the tarps and tents and stuff that created the locker room. Oh. Yeah. Because nobody else had a knife. I'm the only one who carried a knife, you know? I always carry a knife. I carry a knife and a sharpener. I carry, always, knives, pens, um... So I don't do I don't do it anymore. But back in the day, uh, so okay, knives, pens, sharpies. Um, I always bring books with me just in case I need to read something. And, like I run out of like juice on my phone or whatever. Right, and you never and, get to them. And what I used to always do as well was, and I haven't done this in a while. Maybe I need to. In between my phone and the case for my phone. Oh, I know this. I would put like five bucks or ten bucks. Yep. These are all the things that you taught me yeah. while we were in Baltimore when I was first not getting my sketches from a certain artist. That was a long time ago. You were like, yeah, I keep like I keep in here in my case between this and X amount of money and always a pen. And I remember while we were at a con, I gave you your pen back and you were super proud of me. Because you, so, nobody ever gives you your pens back. Well, civilians give me my pens back. Mm-hmm. I had been dealing with people in the wrestling community. Right. And I only got a pen back from one person in the 17 years of me being involved in wrestling. Did I ever get a pen or a Sharpie back from someone? And I always tell the story whenever uh, this stuff comes up with that con too, shocking your wife because I was early to get to, to, yes. to leave at the con. She's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, yeah, it's like, you know, call it 10 minutes to whatever time you told me to be here. Traffic was good. I got extra in case it was. She goes, I'm used to traveling with wrestlers, and they're always two hours late. Yeah. Always two hours late and always an excuse. Right. Where I'm early and I bring, like, bagels. So Right. Exactly. So getting back to Stranger Things, not going to get into this on the main show. Um I was listening to a podcast today, mm-hmm. which, again, I am want to do, and uh, I'm not sure what circles one of the hosts run in, Okay, but he was saying how uh, the circles that he runs in, everyone is raving about how good the actress who plays Baby Leia is. Okay. Because <laughs> I haven't seen anybody saying that. Mm, I, did he say how good of a runner she was? No, he didn't mention uh, her running abilities. But he's not really a he's not really a runner or a drop toe hold guy either way. So, okay. 
And I guess there's a rumor going around that, like, Obi-Wan is going to be the stealth backdoor pilot to a teenage Leia TV show on Disney+. Plus. Ooh, I hope it has as much politics as the prequels. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So we'll see. I just thought it was funny that he's like, yeah, I'm seeing everybody raving how good that little girl who plays Leia is. And I'm like, mm, no, I haven't seen nothing. Nobody's saying that. But no, I get you. I I yeah. totally get you on that. But that's what happens when you listen to podcasts. Get, I agree. You get you get ideas and opinions of other people. I I agree. It's bad. It's bad news. But I guess the 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 prevailing rumors and and this all rumor and innuendo is a bullshit person um, <laughs> saying these things. Um, that that Millie Bobby Brown who plays Eleven in Stranger Things, right? Is going to play teenage Leia. That would work for me. I have no problem. She looks more like Natalie Portman than she does Carrie Fisher. So, well, you know, this is, you know, she's supposed to, you know, everything is supposed to remind us of the prequels, which is a bad right. thing. It all yeah. rhymes. Right. Um, oh. What the hell what was I going to say with this? Now, about, uh, isn't, aren't Leia and Luke, though, in A New Hope, which is what we have to call it now? Aren't they supposed to be teenagers in that? Uh, yes, but they're, maybe they're maybe they're uh, in this. She's going to be a tweener, man. Um, I don't know. So, but yeah, because it uh, we're ten years uh, at the point of Obi Wan. We're ten years out from the end of the the prequels, so we're eight years away from like a new hope that's the way i always understood i always understood that like luke was waiting to turn 18 so he could go off to the academy and become a pilot right he wanted to go to the tashi station and pick up some power converters right but he had to stay for one more cycle you know what i mean because and Mm -hmm. then he was going to get people uncle owen was going to hire people so i don't know so is it going to be like early teens late teens i don't know It'll probably be early teens. I don't know. I always felt like Leia was older than Luke. I don't know why. So well, I think we were originally supposed to have believed that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then they've uh, kind of retconned it that they're twins. Right. Well, you know. But I don't know. I, will I watch it? Most likely, unless it's absolutely garbage. You know what I mean? So right. Right. Of course. I'm all in on the Marvel and the Star Wars show. So, so uh, also as we record this, and if you're listening to this on the five dollar level, you know, I Todd forget. You know, obviously there's the rib of each of us sharing the birthday with someone that the other likes. Right, you know, right, right. Uh, you share a birthday with Mick Foley. I share a birthday with uh, Clint Eastwood. Right, so one of us is winning on that one because I'd say I'd say uh, uh, now under so if we're just comparing those two heads up, right? Mm-hmm. You're winning. I I'm winning because I'm with Mick Foley. Yes. No, you're you're a scary young man. You you're, you got you got a lot more time with Mick Foley than I do with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> well, no, what I mean is you have the cooler birthday, the huh. better birthday. Okay. So here's where I'm going to disprove you, okay? Okay, this is where you think you're going to disprove me. No, no. So here's the other people that you share uh, a birthday with. Prince. Okay, Prince. Okay. That are just as cool, if not cooler than Mick Foley, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Prince. Dean Martin. 
Right. Liam Neeson's. Okay. Tom Jones. It's not unusual to share a birthday with Tom Jones. Right, right. Uh, there's a lot of other people that are like uh, Jessica hey. Tandy. Jessica Tandy's a good one. Right? Murder, she wrote? Uh, no, Jessica Tandy is uh, Driving Miss Daisy. Okay, who is... Anyway. Uh, Murder, so... she wrote, was Angela Lansbury. Okay, okay. Thurman Munson. Okay. Uh, superstar Billy Graham, another professional wrestler. All right, stop insulting me. All right. Uh, I'm trying to see who else here. William Forsythe. Okay. And there's a lot of other ones. Now, this one I have to look at. He was a man from the 1800s. Right, right. Oh, you share a birthday with Hitler's dad. Oh, so I'm winning there. Okay. And you also share, and and uh, Gaddafi was also born on this day as well. So, oh, I some heavy hitters. Joe. Yeah, some listen, hitters. Hitler's dad. Oh my god, <laughs> that's like you know, like that. That's like the man who made Hitler. You know? Oh yeah, he's his mentor apparently. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm in good company. I would say so. Okay, so let's go over who you you know the thirty first. You got Clint, um, Colin Farrell. That's eh. cool. Brooke eh. Shields. Okay. Joe Namath. All right, Joe Namath. He helped me with the the vapor lock problem <laughs> I had in my car that one time. <laughs> That's no laughing matter, Joe. That's right. This is the slowest loading site. Uh, Walt Whitman. Uh leaves a grass my ass, Walt Whitman. Right. John Bonham from Led Zeppelin, the drummer. Eh. Nate Robinson. I don't know who that is. He was a basketball player. I'm looking uh, at some more. Leah Thompson from Howard okay, the Duck. Okay, sure. From, um, that Star of Howard the com- Duck, right? Yeah. That hack comedian, Chris Elliott. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> now, wait a minute. I'm, I'll take that. I'll take that. No, I know. I did that because I get your dander up, Joe. Uh, I'm looking at these other ones. I don't really. Tom Berenger. Star of Major League, sure. Yes. And I, he wasn't in Major League 2, I don't Was he? Maybe. He was. He was um, He was in 1 and 2, and then I think Corbin Burnson was the only one uh, who was in all of them. Right, because he owned the, the minor league team in 3, I think. But. I, don't know. I lost the website I was using. Had way too many ads. So, Don Amici. Don Amici. Mm. Was he? Uh, he's a mafia guy, right? No, no. He was. Uh, he was an actor. He was. Uh, like the the picture that they have him appears to be from like the forties, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But what the hell would you know him from? Uh, he was in Cocoon. He was uh, in. Co- he was uh, Mortimer from uh, uh, Trading Places. Okay, okay, all right. That, that's a big one, Joe. That that's a big one. Johnny Paycheck. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! You win right there, Joe. All right. Uh, I know you're a fan. Waka Flocka fa- Flame. I was just I was just gonna bring him up. Good, good. The, the man you model your life after, Corey Hart. Oh, there you go. 
Not the uh, one of the famous Hart family uh, members from the Hart family dungeon, right? I was just going to say. Okay. He's better than Brett, at least. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> what? I'm team, I'm team not Brett, Joe. And I think uh, he has all amazing faces on his dolls. Madge Blake? Oh, I just thought you were going to say Midge. No, uh, do you know who Madge Blake is? No. Aunt Harriet from the Batman TV show. Oh, look at that. Yeah, you yeah. love that TV show. And if you know, you know, uh, I lose all credibility for my birth date by sharing it with Cody Hall, Scott Hall's uh, loser son. Oh, okay. Wait a minute. Anybody who's in wrestling or wrestling adjacent can be a loser? Uh, no, no. It takes a very special type of person in the world of professional wrestling to be considered a loser. Mm. I may have questions for you off the air about wrestling, so. All right. Of course you do. You always do. No, because I was brought into my... Well, you know what I'm going to ask here? It was brought into my timeline. Right. Um, Two times, two pictures. Something like... Because you had the picture of me and then the picture of Mick. And you were like hardcore. And... uh. Fred from Pop Van Dam was like, oh, it's the same picture. Fred? Yeah. Fred, <laughs> Fred from Pod Van Dam. I almost lost my headphones on that. Oh, my God. And he's like, oh, it's the same picture. And then, blah, I don't have it pulled up. And it was like two times. Yes. I, I, right. So and it's like, not wrestling related. Mm -hmm. uh, young Ed from Pod Van Dam is a fan of this K-pop band called twice that's the name of the band okay uh so he finds any excuse to bring it up into conversation uh mm -hmm. to annoy people oh well he annoyed me because i thought it was wrestling related there you go no it was not, not wrestling related it was korean pop band related and fred young fred from pod van damme is the guy who hates acdc right correct oh okay so we got beef okay he's got on. he's got listen ed doesn't listen to the show uh, he'll never hear this. He has the worst taste in music, and it's 1,000% a bit, right? What? You love bits. Oh. <laughs> Ed's, the, like, then again, he'll never hear this, so again, don't tell him. He's the only person that I kind of let slide on his bits, because they're <laughs> so bad and no one buys into them. And then, like, randos buy into them. Like, mm -hmm. the people that still have the picture of the egg as their Twitter account. Right. Or they've been on this godforsaken website for 12 years, and they have zero followers. Like, mm -hmm. the porn bots even ignore them. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it'll, it'll say something stupid as part of his bit, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um... And then they'll start chiming in, and that's what Ed lives for. He lives for that interaction with, like, with like the dregs of Twitter, you know? Right. Like, he goes and tweets something out today as we're recording this. How come no one told me that Stone Temple Pilots have exactly one good song? Now, again, patently wrong. Musical tastes we could argue about. But even if you don't like Stone Temple Pilots, I could name three that I could play for you and you would like, even if you're not a fan, like, and you didn't know, you know what I mean? Right, right. Like, I'm being conservative and saying they've gotten minimally three great songs, okay? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'm not even going to interact with that, but someone's going to interact with that tweet, and that's what Ed lives for, right? Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say that I bit on the bit, 
but he was disparaging Roddy Piper the other day. Oh, I saw that because it's it's, because it sneaks into my timeline. And I was like, Oh, Joe. And I was like, Joe bit, even, even I was like Joe bit because as much as I, I, you know, I, I hate wrestling. Roddy Piper is one of the good ones. Yeah. Um, because he was, you know, in RoboCop, the TV show. He was in They Live. So he gets all kinds of street cred. He was but in I was Body like, Slam? Oh, uh, no. Always Sunny in Philadelphia? What? He was in an... He, Roddy Piper was in an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. That's right. He signed his parking ticket and handed That's... it to somebody. <laughs> um, which he I had all those buckets t- of chestnuts in his car. I think was probably taken from real life, to tell you the truth. Oh, so do I. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and even I'm like, like, there are times where I see you bite, and I'm going to always call him this young Fred from Pod Van Dam. you'll bite on that. Or anytime people, when a certain co-host of yours bangs on Bret Hart, and you and you and the boar and all you, I'm like, oh, my God, he got you. He hooked you. He hooked you. It's it's been a long time since Adams hooked me in regards to the Bret Hart stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think maybe the boar, maybe the boar. But it, with Ed's thing, it was less that he was biting that I bit on what he was saying. It was more so of like, oh my god, look at this. 15 years past his prime Roddy Piper promo where he mentions right said Fred 15 years after its relevancy. Look how lame he is. And mm. I'm, I agree. I'm like, yeah, that's not a good example. Right. Right. And then I was just thinking to myself, I'm like, uh, I haven't seen from the Saturday night's main event that was supposed to be Roddy Piper's uh, retirement. They did like this video package for him to my way. Okay. And with uh, Ed talking about how bad Roddy Piper is, I wanted to watch that video again. So when I pulled up that video, I saw that it was part of a playlist of Roddy Piper stuff from that era. Right. And I'm like, oh, if I just have Ed watch from here on, he's going to get like a good run. And it's not going to be huge because it's like a two-minute promo here, a three-minute promo there. And it's like all like the heavy hitters of that era of WWE – it's Roddy Piper, it's Adrian Adonis, it's Mouth of South Jimmy Hart, it's Cowboy Bob Orton, it's the Magnificent Morocco, it's Mr. Fuji, it's the Iron Sheik, you know? It's like all the heavy hitters, right? Oh, sure. It's, listen, I, I've not, you know, I've not named a single uh, untruth at this point. I think you've um, named a lot of untruths, but go so ahead. So I sent it to Ed, and I, I, I'm going to guess he probably didn't watch any of it, but I enjoyed watching it. Mm. And I enjoyed you enjoying watching it, Joe. There you go. So what did you what uh what's the birthday plan as opposed to uh comparing these two things? What do you mean? What's the plan for the birthday? I don't know for what birthday. Uh, uh, who, your, who your birthday? Okay, we usually do it on the main show. That's why you confuse me. <laughs> um my plan was I went and I got my books and I came home and I made my when I'm not taken out to dinner with friends because, you know, it's the middle of the week and most of my friends now are out of state. Um, uh, I just come home and make my typical birthday dinner that my mom used to make me. So which consists of rigatoni and ragu sauce. Gotcha. 
So that was my day. I mean, and I went to work too, but I came home early. I, 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 I was like, the Cinnabon doesn't need me. It's almost on autopilot. So sure. Sure. <laughs> but that's it. I was just wondering uh, what your birthday plan was. Um, April and Asa went to the Hibachi place on Friday for my birthday. With you out, without you, or without me? Oh, okay. There you go. But that's okay. I'm mad now. I I, I just realized because you brought up Don Morocco. Yeah. I wanted to tweet out the anniversary of the time I met him in the bagel shop. Right. And that was June first, and now I'm sad. It's too late. If only you had a system that you could remind yourself of these things. I do and and my phone i have a lot of stuff i have all the smoky and the bandit dates gotcha um on the thing but i don't have uh the the day i met the real don morocco in the bagel shop (laughs) and totally got randos to bite on that one joe that was a good day too (laughs) all right so i think that's enough for this show huh all right, everybody. Thanks uh, for listening. This was Longbox Heroes After Dark 395. I'll take the most place. insular podcast in the world. <laughs> yep. All right. Uh, hey, uh, Amazon affiliate link and uh, patreon.com slash Heroes. We're recording uh, previewing the past this weekend. Yep. Five bucks and up. You get it. You know, like as soon as it's done, you know, I take it all the ums and uhs and clicking and clacking <laughs> on eBay. Right. Your big, heavy, meaty thumbs and yeah, fingers. Right. So it's a three hour podcast that gets whittled down to a lean 145 with all that shit taken out of it, you know? Right. This week again should be a short show. Oh boy. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. You're listening to the soon to be named network. The Lamborghini of Podcast Networks.